Hello, podcast listeners. I'm afraid I had a minor equipment failure in the middle of Mass today, so this is not recorded live at the uh, Christ Son of Justice Parish at the Chaplain Cultural Center in Troy at RPI. Instead, it is recorded later in the evening right here on my iPhone. So thank you for your patience. I think I've got that issue resolved, and uh, I'll be back live next week. So here's my homily for... Today, September 19th, this is for the 25th Sunday of the church's year. About 20 years ago on a Friday at 3 in the afternoon, I found myself in a Toys R Us store staring at the vast array of possibilities in the action figure aisle, wondering what sort of birthday present to get for my godson, whose party was that very night. Patrick's parents had made it pretty clear that they didn't want any violent toys, so that ruled out guns, swords, professional wrestling action figures, and anything with any sort of projectile. Now, Patrick was seven years old, so naturally, all he wanted in the world were guns, swords, wrestling action figures, and anything with any sort of projectile. Uh, This particular Toys R Us had a pretty pitiful Star Trek action figure collection, so there I was, staring at the Star Wars section, hoping that I could find something that he would like and that his mom wouldn't object to. Later on, leaving the store, I said to my friend Wayne, who is Patrick's uncle, that I found it difficult to think like a seven-year-old. He stopped dead in his tracks, shot me a withering glance, and said he thought that the uh, evidence seemed to indicate that I found it pretty difficult to think like a 42-year-old, but that I seemed to have seven down pretty well. Well, in all honesty, I couldn't disagree. Now, today, my godson has just completed his Ph.D. in cybersecurity and is moving to New York City to start a new career, presumably having left behind toy guns, swords, and action figures. St. Mark in tonight's gospel tells us of Jesus taking a little child, plopping him in the midst of his disciples, and telling them that when they welcome a child, they welcome him. But let's back up a little bit and look at what happens right before tonight's gospel. In the preceding verses, Jesus casts out an evil spirit that his disciples couldn't handle. And then he speaks the second prophecy of his passion. He tells them for the second of three times that he's going to be killed. So, what are they discussing on the way home? Not his suffering and death, but which of them was the most important. They're concerned with power and prestige. So, Jesus responds by telling them that they must become servants, and that this is the kind of leadership, the kind of discipleship that he expected from them not putting themselves first, but welcoming the children, the powerless. In the other Gospels, in the parallels to this story, Jesus tells them that they must become like children. But here in Mark, he tells them that they must serve the children and welcome them. And this is a lesson that we disciples have to learn over and over. Not necessarily the part about children per se, but the lesson about being servants. In any human system or society, there's a tendency to compete, to put ourselves first, to gather power and use it.
God knows the church has been guilty of this just like everybody else. But the gospel always challenges us to let that go and to get back to our true calling as servants. In this week's epistle, in the letter of James, the apostle describes jealousy, selfishness, coveting, fighting, and possessiveness. And these are some of the negative traits that we associate with childishness. They're the fruits of immaturity and self-serving actions. And unfortunately, James isn't writing to children, but to adults like us. When we forget that we're servants, we're easily distracted by minutia, by trivia, by politics and tribalism. We let our egos get in the way of our mission. And we can be, even begin to think that our faith is about what we get instead of what we give. It's difficult in our cultural marketplace of religious ideas to remember that Christianity isn't about getting my needs met. It's not about what I can get out of the worship service. It's about the service that I put into my worship. To follow Christ is to put aside our feelings of entitlement and possessiveness in order to serve our brothers and sisters, particularly the most vulnerable. If our faith is expressed in service of one another, and it's hard to imagine getting caught up in the sorts of disputes that we so often do. Sometime when you have an hour or so free, read the entire letter of James. During the Protestant Reformation, there were some who wanted the letter of James removed from the canon of the scriptures, because it emphasizes the works that are the fruits of our faith. James wrote this letter to scold his community because they'd forgotten to live in service of each other. Children teach us a lot because they are so helpless and because they can be formed. Children are a reminder that we were once helpless too and that we still need to be formed into the people that God wants us to be. As counterintuitive as it sounds, we are often at our best when we are the most powerless because it's then that we rely most on God. Eventually, we have to learn that our faith cannot be about power and prestige, but instead must lead us to service and to an openness to growth.